Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The latest tips and equipment to improve your game. The latest from the leaderboards and your favorite courses. This is Golf in the Northwest, an action-packed hour about everything golf. Now with award-winning PGA professional Harold Bluestein, here's your host, Jason Swigard. And a fine good morning to you all. I'm awake. You, you with us, Harold? Well, yeah, my day started. You're showing your age this morning. Normally, <laughs> you don't. You come in and you're full of uh, vim and vigor, but this morning you're lo- you're looking a little uh, little I'm, ragged. I'm a little on the cranky side. I started out yesterday with uh, some yard work, right? Well, that never oh, that never puts you in I a good mood. Don't recommend That's it. That's why I you... don't have yards anymore. Yeah. I just got rid of them. Put all that crap out of your head. Well, but I couldn't. So I fill up a wheelbarrow uh, with dirt, right? Yeah. Kind of move it out of the way. And the, one of the handles of the wheelbarrow just breaks off in my hand. Now I've got all this dirt in a wheelbarrow and one handle. Yeah. What do you do with that? Uh, I want a solution. <laughs> all right. Well, text us, 503-250-1080. Squishy. So uh, it, to see help Harold out with his yard work. Well, and that was just the beginning. So the day yeah. went south from that. Oh, all but, right. Uh, I managed to get some work done, but there you, you go. know, when you look back on it, you go, "It's like golf." Uh, you know, you have yeah. I had some good shots, but the only ones I can remember were the bad ones. That's not a good place to be. No, fortunately, I'm trying to remember the good ones, but it was two rounds ago, not the last round. So. It, but we'll we'll get to that. And you'll hear it from a lot of guys uh, here today. It's all about the U.S. Open here. Uh, the LPGA Tour is uh, going on. We had a battlefield promotion on the Corn Ferry Tour. We will get to that. Uh, we're going to move quickly this morning. Uh, Bob Herrig, a senior golf writer for ESPN, kind enough to uh, make some time for us. He's going to join us at 810 this morning down at Torrey Pines as we get right into the U.S. Open. Storylines galore. And, uh yeah. We all had Richard Bland as the uh, co 36 hole leader here at the U.S. Open, but I'm I'm on the bandwagon 
We we told you about a story about a month ago when he won for the first time ever at 47 years old on the European tour. Yeah, 48. He's 48 now. I think he was 47 when he won. Oh, okay. Or maybe, I don't know. But yeah. Anyway. The oldest first-time winner on the European tour. 478 career starts before he got the W. And the uh, European tour has been around, what, three or 400 years. So that's quite an accomplishment. Almost as long as you, my friend. <laughs> and uh, you're on his bandwagon. Yes, he is total inspiration. I know Phil, Phil Mickelson winning at the PGA was at 51 became the oldest major winner. But it, it's not like Phil's lost his talent. I mean, he'd won five majors before. You're talking about a guy who grinded away, never tasting victory for 25 years, and all of a sudden breaks through, and now he's the 36-hole leader, co-leader at the U.S. Open at age 48? Uh, it's really an astounding story. I, I can't imagine going that long uh, with what has to be kind of failure. Right? I mean, you haven't won. You're out there to win. You're out there. Not you're, just to make a living. Away, but, but, yeah, you're never tasting the ultimate success or fruits of your labor at some point. Right. Even in just just anything, just a regular old tour stop. Yeah, if you don't win, you have lost. Yes. Correct? So I. Yes. Uh, I, I really, I just can't imagine what it was like to lose that many times. So his ability to persevere, keep perspective, keep grinding, keep improving. That it, I hope he's there at least on Sunday. I hope today he's able to stay on the first page of the leaderboard. Look, nobody, he was 500 to one, I think, coming in. So, Yeah, I, I heard an interview this morning on the Golf Channel with his, his instructor, Tim Harder. I. Uh, and it was really quite revealing about why Richard Bland's at the top as a leader right now, uh, because the guy is from Tita Green can flat play yeah. and better than just about anyone on the European tour. Uh, the struggles come with uh, putting and, and you look down the line, down the leaderboard here, and you'll see that there are some players who are struggle with their putting and putting's going to be an important issue going into the weekend. Yeah, especially since it looks like uh, it's going to get a little uh, little warmer and a little drier there than they've had the first two days out of Torrey Pines. So we will get to that uh, with Bob Herrick coming up, and then we've got uh, some audio from your uh, first-round uh, leaders, guys on the front page. So we'll hear from Richard Bland, from Phil Mickelson, Bubba Watson, Russell Henley as well. But uh, we start by going inside the ropes. It's time for an insider's look at the leaderboards. The latest on all tours, plus local golf events and golf news. This is Inside the Ropes, part of Golf in the Northwest. So the Corn Ferry Tour is in action there at the Wichita Open, benefiting uh, KU Wichita Pediatrics. Harry Hall, the Englishman, your leader by two shots uh, for guys that didn't qualify for the U.S. Open. So uh, important for them trying to continue on the road to getting their PGA Tour cards. But the big news out of the Corn Ferry Tour was last week, Mito Pereira uh, from Chile won for the third time this season. He gets the uh, in-season promotion to the PGA Tour and gets status and uh, becomes just the 12th player in Corn Ferry Tour history to earn that uh, earn that award. Yeah, he's got to be excited, and he carries some momentum coming in. And we talk about players like Richard Bland that – that get that momentum and go with it. Uh, you know, it's lightning in a bottle. And as long as there's the flashes going off, you're, 
you're ready to play. So I'm curious to see how he'll do in the next several weeks. Yeah, they'll have a few events uh, here after the U.S. Open before they head across the pond to Royal St. George's uh, for the Open Championship. Uh, some good news uh, for for them as well. We'll get to that a little later in the show. Uh, the LPGA Tour at one of their uh, very traditional stops, the Meyer LPGA Classic uh, at Blythefield Country Club up in Belmont, Michigan. Leona McGuire is your leader at 15 under par. The third round is underway. They started early. They're expecting uh, maybe some thunderstorms later today, so they got an early start. And uh, Leona McGuire, who is recently, she's in her rookie year, but she had the record for the most weeks spent as the number one amateur in the world, uh, product of Duke, and their very successful women's program there. Uh, but her lead is shrinking. Nellie Cordes, four under through seven this morning. She's at 14 under. Madeline Sagstrom, who will be on the uh, European Solheim Cup team, five under through eight. She's at 14 under par. Uh, Georgia Hall, Jennifer Cupcho, Charlie Hall, Brittany Altamare, all at uh, 12 under. Jessica Quarter, NB Park, Lexi Thompson, all at 11 under. So uh, this is a course where they can make a lot of birdies and you can make up some ground. Well, the the greens are a little softer and they scored really well yesterday. Prior to that, they were rather firm and bumpy. So there's been some moisture uh, and they're expecting more. We'll see how uh, Leona fares this weekend. Should be the first Irish uh, winner on the LPGA Tour, which I found uh, interesting that there hadn't been another Irish player who has won. Uh, we'll see how she does. Um, Sue O is playing very well and a very good putter. Uh, she felt as if she could have made more. Yes, she did make a 60-footer she didn't plan on. Uh, those are always nice to make, when you, especially when you, you're struggling with a 5-footer. So it's... It, it's going to be an interesting weekend. Uh, Nellie Corda, gosh, she's playing so well, looking for her fifth LPGA victory uh, and the second this season. So we'll see how she plays uh, going in, hitting the ball really well, Tita Green. The other piece to watch uh, on all the tours is uh, Olympic qualifying as well. Uh, it's coming down to the wire for the cutoff to that. And so uh, I know Jessica Cordes just inside the top 15 in the world rankings to get that fourth uh, bid for, for the American team. So they you can get up to four um, qualified from a country, but you have to be ranked in the top 15. And what we're looking at f for the men, uh, the same issue after the U.S. Open, I think the uh, the English team, will be set. Paul Casey is really trying to get onto that team, but he's a little bit on the outside looking in. Yeah, and we've had some players also mention that they were not going to play uh, due to scheduling, and obviously, you know, you've got the the Open Championship and then right into FedEx Cup, so guys that are in contention or, you know, it's all compact now. You've got a major, once they start, every month from April through july and yeah. then the the uh the playoffs there to try and uh, haul in some serious money so and i think there's a lot of trepidation about guys going over to japan right now yeah the uh we're looking at gold medal winner uh justin rose didn't make the cut here yep. so uh i don't know i think he's still number one on their team but uh i don't know if he's assured a spot because he won the gold medal 
And so so a lot to be watching at the U.S. Open, but uh, very kind to join us right now, senior golf writer for ESPN. Great piece on Bubba Watson up on the website, ESPN.com right now. Bob Herrick down there at Torrey Pines. Good morning, Bob. Thanks for taking a few minutes for us here this morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Well, uh, did you in the media pool have uh, Richard Bland as your 36-hole <laughs> co-leader? You, you cleaning up? You taking the, taking the pot? <laughs> uh, uh, no, I did not. <laughs> um, I'm not sure that I would have been able to recognize uh, Richard Bland right away if you put him in front of me. I mean, I'm certainly aware of his story. Um, you know, he, he won last month. Uh, the British Masters, his first win ever on the European Tour, and he's 48 years old. So obviously he's on a nice little run. He's playing great, some confidence, and, uh, you know, I hope he keeps it going. He, he, he came off really well yesterday, and, and he, is, he is a pretty cool story. A, a lot of cool stories uh, going on as well. Matthew Wolf uh, responding well yesterday. John Rahm is uh, near the top of the leaderboard. Bubba Watson, uh, the subject of your most recent piece. What, uh, what has struck you the most through the first two rounds of this uh, 121st playing in the U.S. Open? To be honest, the lack of, the lack of complaining. You know, the U.S. Open usually brings out a lot of a lot of negativity, you know, the difficulty of the course or it's unfair or this is, you know, you're not really hearing any of that. Um, it's, it's been tough, but it's been fair, you know, and I think we're seeing, you know, you know, the fact that you see a lot of birdies, but the, the scoring isn't terribly low. Uh, I think is a good combination. And now look, I can say that and who knows, maybe today it goes over the edge, but, I, I would expect the conditions to be a little bit tougher even today. The greens will be firmer, and, and um, you know, it's not been particularly warm. Um, it's, it's mild, but not, not warm, and there's been a little bit of a haze at times, and that causes some confusion a little bit. They're not quite sure with wind, and, you know, is there any moisture in the greens? Um, it's, uh, it, it's turned out to be the test I think we expected. Mike Davis is uh it's his swan song from the USGA. You think uh he's trying to leave everyone with a good impression or is John Bodenhammer taking over and saying let's make this a little more fair? Yeah, you know, I think we've seen a transition to John um, you know, already uh in the last year or two. And um you know, this 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 course was one that's probably uh, it, it's it's sort of just there anyway, and they didn't really need to do a whole lot uh, to to get it tough. It's a long course. It's uh, it's got a lot of rough, a lot of very very penal bunkers. Um, I think Phil Mickelson explained it really well the other day that the a lot of the greenside bunkers, when you have a pin near the bunker. It just so happens that the green runs away, mm-hmm. and so it's hard to hit it close. Mm-hmm. You know, so you've you know these guys are phenomenal out of the bunkers, but here being in a bunker is really a penalty. It's hard to get it close if you're on the wrong side, and so you add all that in, uh, and it 
you know, it, it's going to be pretty tough to begin with. So I'm not sure that their setup necessitated them, you know, sort of trying to dictate anything. Um, at times they've been accused of that and, uh, and they've often pushed it to the edge and then it's gone over. And I think what they've done at least so far is they've left a little leeway in there with the, with the hope that it maybe gets to the edge by the end of the day, but doesn't go beyond it. Well, they've certainly made it difficult with the rough. Uh, it is penal. And the reason why a lot of the players are ending up in bunkers or on the wrong sides of the uh, green is because they can't hit a fairway. They're only 27 yards wide. Uh, so it, it appears, and I look at uh, Brooks Kepka, for instance, who just can't hit a fairway to save his life. Uh, any chance that he finds the fairway going into the weekend? I think it's a good sign that he that he's hung in there. Um, you know, he's even par and uh, and and still still right in contention, despite having those struggles you pointed out. You know, I mean, he's a he's a sixty eight away today, say from from being there with a great chance on Sunday. And I, I think that's the key. You just do not let yourself get frustrated and get down about uh, about where you are on the leaderboard at this point. I mean, Phil is a good example. He's mm -hmm. plus two. I mean, he's seven back. But, you know, he's seven back of two guys who haven't done much in majors. And, uh, uh, you know, if, and he gets to go out earlier today. His tee time's around 10 a.m. You know, if he can get a score on the board, you know, get in the 60s, you know, he's going to pass a bunch of guys. So it, to your point about Kepka, yes, I do think he, he can he can do that. But but as you said, he hasn't so far, and uh, there's got to be a little bit of frustration there. I noticed he was on the range for a good bit of time after his round yesterday trying to, trying to figure something out. Bob Herrick, our guest here, senior golf writer for ESPN. As we uh, get ready, the third round of the U.S. Open down at Torrey Pines in San Diego has uh, gotten started. You look at the leaderboard, and it's interesting, uh, along with your piece you, that's up uh, on Bubba Watson, but you have John Rahm, uh, you have Matthew Wolf, uh, Bryson DeChambeau, Justin Thomas, guys who can run hot or get inside their heads uh, very easily. Uh, all near the top of the leaderboard and, and uh, along with Bubba and we see in Matthew Wolf highlighting this as well, uh, just how mental the game of golf is at the highest level. What are you finding uh, from these guys as they start to learn to cope with uh, success when they have it and being able then to overcome, you know, the issues that surround that to just get back to golf? Yeah, I mean, I think it's... Um... It's it's sort of a an eye opener, a little bit of uh, a step back and have some perspective, you know. Um, Bubba and and Matthew Wolf are at the at the at the opposite ends, you know. Bubba's in his forties, Matthew Wolf's just starting out. Both of them have spoken openly here recently about their about their struggles, you know. And um, Bubba's sort of on the rebound has been for a while that's why he's opened up about it wolf is just coming back for the first time since the new orleans team event uh which was two weeks after the masters uh the masters was his last stroke play event you know and he was on a terrible run and 
uh, just shut it down for a while, you know, and uh, this, you know, I, I'm not sure it's all golf related. I mean, I think some of it is just life. You know, you've got to, you've got to have that balance if things aren't right in your life or if you're not feeling well or whatever, uh, it's going to impact your golf. I mean, it's a hard game to play as it is. So it's good to see them both up there. Um, you know, Wolf's been terrific. I mean, it's a great story that he's right there having not played for so long. And you're going to, you're going to come back at the U S open, you know, you're not even going to ease your way back in. So, so, uh, good for him. Good for Bubba too. He's not been up there for a while. He's, he's, um, you know, sort of had okay results, but hasn't contended much. So we'll see if they can keep it going. Well, Bubba yesterday said he, he curves the ball too much. He doesn't make putts. What kind of attitude is that going into into the weekend? Actually, he sounded really good, and, and he sounded confident and happy about where he was. Uh, does What does Bubba need to do to really perform well this weekend? Yeah, Bubba's a little self-deprecating at times. You know, he said he was happy to make the cut, you know, <laughs> and here he is, he's two shots out of the lead. Right. Um, you know, look, the thing for him, again, I, I think it's, uh, it's, it's getting in the fairway enough times to give yourself some chances. You know, you're going to miss fairways. It's hard to hit all 14. You know, but if you can hit more than half, a long hitter like him, I believe he hit uh, – uh, nine yesterday, nine of the fourteen. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty good. That's a pretty good number to strive for, you know. Because then you've got nine cracks at getting on the green and having yourself a reasonable chance. Then obviously the par threes too. You know, you better you better knock it on from the on on the par threes. Um, you start missing the rough too much. Uh, excuse me, the fairways too much, and now you bring a lot of doubt in. You're you're the guessing game starts with iron shots out of the rough. Um, you know, to his point about curving it too much, he does do that, but that's what he likes. That's his game, you know? And um, as I was trying to write, Bubba's one of these guys, he really likes to visualize. Mm-hmm. And at, on a course like this, you can see where you're going to land it. And and he likes that. Um, he, he won the, the farmer's event here uh, several years ago. Uh, so it's not like he's, he's not had success on this course. And, uh, it's just that he hasn't been in this position for a while. You know, he's, he's just sort of been middling along here for, for, you know, the last several months. It's been a crazy year and we've had people come out of nowhere and perform. You anticipate any buddy from nowhere coming out uh, Richard Bland or anyone else? Yeah, I'm, uh, you know, I think today's big on that front. You know, it's it's that's why they play seventy-two holes. It's, <laughs> it's it's hard to it's hard to do this. You know, I'm I'm sort of interested to see where some of those guys who are lurking back there do. Rom, Shoffley, uh, Kepka, Deshambo. You know, Kepka and Deshambo are, are at the same score right now, even par. Uh, so, you know, uh, and five shots is nothing after thirty-six holes. So um, I don't know if there's anybody to come out of nowhere, but, uh, you know, Russell Henley's not a guy who's had a lot of success in, in the biggest tournaments. Uh, and, you know, he kind of let go. Of, he didn't let go. He's, obviously, he's tied for the lead, but he, 
he three putted from 17 feet on the last hole yesterday, or he would have had the lead by himself. And uh, you wonder if that bothers him overnight, or if that, uh, or if that, you know, maybe emboldens him. Well, it'll be fun to watch this weekend. You can follow along uh, with Bob Herrick's coverage at ESPN.com. Follow him on Twitter at Bob Herrick. Thanks so much for taking a few minutes for us here uh, this morning, Bob. We really appreciate it and uh, enjoy the weekend at the U.S. Open. Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. You bet. There you go. Bob Herrick and a, a really interesting piece that he did uh, with Bubba Watson. So uh, we'll be interested to follow uh, his his work throughout the weekend. We'll talk more about uh, what we expect to see this weekend. We'll hear from some of the guys at the top of the leaderboard as well as we continue on here getting started. at U.S. Open Week. Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 825 here this morning. Thanks again to Bob Herrick for making a little bit of time for us uh, down there. He's uh, busy uh, at Torrey Pines for the U.S. Open as uh, that's the focus of of today's hour, really. A few times a year, the golf just kind of concentrates on uh, one course and one event, and this is it right now. And it's provided all sorts of storylines and drama early on. And uh, a lot of it from maybe some guys we didn't expect to see near the top of the leaderboards. And uh, we kind of got focused on Bubba Watson there. But um, and he'll, he'll talk about it. Just he's always been kind of an enigma, mm-hmm. uh, really hard to understand, uh, hard on caddies and coaches and those sorts of things because he's really hard on himself because, you know, uh, of the grind that it is sometimes and, and what this game can do to you mentally. And he talked about the different perspective that he has on things now with a family and kids and what he wants them to see from him uh, when he's out there playing golf. But now I've got to show them how, how much fun I'm having at golf, even though sometimes I don't show it because it, my mental side has to be so on, I don't have time to giggle. You know, sometimes I do. If I get the right pairing, um, then I'll start giggling a little bit. But um, that's what i got to bring to the course and let them see that. You really can't be anyone other than who you are. 
Now, Bubba's been rather polarizing in the past, and he's offended a lot of uh, his fellow professionals and uh, the public in, in ways because he is who he is, although there's a certain maturity that comes with having a family, and I think it's affected him in a very positive way. I, uh, for the first time, felt some compassion, some empathy toward Bubba, and I never have in the past. I can be very honest about that. Uh, but it was it was refreshing to hear his interview yesterday. Uh, giggling on the golf course, you know, ask Lexi Thompson about giggling on the golf course and, and you know, the idea of having fun. That's such a difficult issue. Um, and I've, I've had people ask me, don't you have fun playing golf? What fun for me is a challenge. I, I embrace the challenge and that makes it fun for me when I play poorly. Uh, it's how I accept when I play poorly. And that's the issue is keeping that in perspective. Uh, and if you can do that, then there's a certain joy that comes from the game, from accomplishment, and you're not beating yourself up. Bubba beats himself up. Yeah, and he's, a little too he much. knows he's got to stop doing that. Uh, the other piece, though, is when you get success so late in a career, yeah, like Richard Bland has experienced, and he talked about it, and maybe finally getting that victory so late and understanding it uh, has helped prepare him to be uh, a co-leader here after two rounds. Yeah, the kind of the media uh, and then the social media kind of then really sort of took over and kind of snowballed. And that's what really kind of was, you know, a little bit overwhelming, really, to get messages from you know, people all over the all over the globe saying how inspiring it was. And they were going to continue their journey now after seeing it. And, you know, that's something that I just wasn't expecting. And uh, and I was glad that I had a week off and that I could kind of deal with it and, um and process it all in time to go back to play. I had a nice weekend in London with my girlfriend and, um, you know, just to kind of recharge the batteries a little bit. And, you know, I backed that up with a good result in Denmark and and then took a couple of weeks off before coming here. Well, if he wins the U.S. Open, I can tell you he's going to be knighted uh, in, in England. They, yeah, we should all have a nice weekend with our girlfriends in London. Oh. <laughs> yes. maybe, maybe that's what you it is. See, yeah. I've had a nice weekend with my wife in London. Uh, uh, I haven't got to experience a, that. A long so. time ago. Uh, and it's still a, a fond memory. But uh, Richard Bland is mature. I mean, he's 48 years old. He's been through all the battles. He's been in the ups and downs. He understands what it's like to be defeated, uh, to do your best or try to do your best and maintain. Uh, and uh, you can't think of a more deserving person to win this. This is, I think, bigger than Phil Mickelson's win. I think which, it would be, too. Yeah, which is, you know, like you said, Phil still maintains a certain... Phil's won nearly 50 tournaments in five majors before the PGA. Exactly. Uh, he's won as many tournaments as Richard Bland is old, and so they're a little different uh, in that respect. The numbers are different. Uh I really want to see Richard Bland do well this weekend. I was holding my breath for Phil Mickelson. I'm sure I'm going to be in and out of my seat uh, yeah. over the weekend watching him play. Well, we'll hear from Phil uh, when we come back. Also, Russell Henley, who I think is being overlooked. Russell Henley's a name. We know he was a young, talented guy coming out on tour, but he's he, 
it hasn't quite all come together for him. So we'll uh, hear from him as well as we continue on here. U.S. Open week. Third round is just underway. The leaders are going to tee off uh, starting around 1 o'clock this afternoon for you on NBC. We're making the turn more when we return. Golf in the Northwest on Tennessee the Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Tips for your game from award-winning PGA instructor Harold Bluestein. It's time to ask the pro on Golf in the Northwest on the fan. Eight thirty-two here this morning. Golf in the Northwest. Maybe don't leave. <laughs> well, we both laugh. Look, we I both know. have old men bladders. All right, yeah. settle down. We escaped. <laughs> so the music was on just a tad longer. You and- know something? This happened to me last week too. And Dusty Hera, uh, when I produced <laughs> AJ and Dusty, he at twelve oh one looked at his computer at his desk and was like, "Oh, I have a show." <laughs> And after their names were announced, they both just sprinted in here and got to the mic. Yeah. No, we just we just have old man bladders. That That's all there is to that. 833 here. Center and Saint following us. Game seven action tonight. Uh, Bucks and Nets for you. Five o'clock right here on the fan. God, the basketball has been really weird. It's been nuts. It? We'll have game sevens. Uh, well, game one of the Western Conference Finals tomorrow at noon here on the fan. Game seven. Uh, of the uh, Sixers Hawks series will be on nine ten at uh, four thirty. So uh, all your NBA playoff action here for you this weekend. But it's uh, it's U.S. Open week. Uh, Tory Pines. I know this is normally our tip segment, and and it's funny because we saw Kiwa Island in a Pete Dye design course, and there's all sorts of visual stuff going on, and you're on the ocean, uh, bunkers and uh, different. You know, it just looks visually intimidating. But for Torrey Pines, one, it's a very familiar course because it's a regular tour stop. Obviously, it plays differently in the summer than than in February. But what makes this course so challenging? Because I think there's only one water feature. That's on the 18th hole. There's a lot of bunkers in play, but it, there's nothing visually that that grabs your eye all of a sudden and said, oh, that intimidates you. I don't know if you... But, I, I think... <laughs> When they show the drone views of, and the cliffs off the edges yeah. of the... Yeah, f- and maybe we're familiar with that in Oregon because it, it, it looks a lot like Bandit. We're very familiar with that sort of scene at Bandit Dunes, and a lot of us have been down there and fortunate enough to play it. 
And we know the wind is what makes Bandon Dunes, you know, when you get the wind kicking up, then it's just a beast. But the wind has died down. Right. You had the fog delay on round one. But other than that, it hasn't been super hot. Uh, so what is it about this particular course that really, because all of the players give it nothing but respect and they know it's a grind. We can see the rough is deep, but other than that. Well, the rough being deep is is yeah. the problem. There's there's a couple of issues. First of all, it's very long, and they've got to just step up and hit it as far as they can, except Richard Bland is not, he does not hit the ball long, uh, but he hits it in play. Yes. And and that's the key here is that so many of these players think, well, it's a long golf course. I have to hit it far. Well, if you, it doesn't do you any good to hit it far if you're still in the rough and you have to dig it out. Uh, you, you might find some thin rough somewhere, but you just can't step up and just, you know, blast it uh, all the time. Well, on the other hand, you can't start steering the ball either, or you're going to be in big trouble. You have to hope you've got your A game. I think the situation is the other element here. This is a U.S. Yeah. Open. This is not the Farmers uh, yep. Open or whatever. This is the U.S. Open. And I think everybody's tightened up a little bit uh, going into it, the anticipation. Uh, everyone looks at the majors as you know, a tough test, but I think this has always been the toughest test. Uh, and it has a history of being the toughest test. You British open. You can accept the fact that the weather's going to be crummy. It's going to be cold because it's summer. Well, and you're playing on 250 year old courses and it's link style Correct. and you can hit a great shot and it takes a weird, funny bump and bounce and ends up somewhere. And, you, but you know that going in. Exactly. And here it, it's no, really this course testing. is groomed beautifully. I mean, if you yeah. hit it in the fairway, you're you're in perfect shape. But as you mentioned, the fairway is a little narrower too. Yeah, they have narrowed it up. To, I mentioned earlier to 27 yards wide. Well, you know that's really narrow. That most of us gag over a 27, 30 yard yeah. chip shot. So pace off uh, at your golf course. Pace back. Uh, 27 uh, paces and, and say, can I hit a 300-yard drive in that spot? That's a, a tall order. Which is why I think Russell Henley being atop the leaderboard is maybe even a bigger surprise than Richard Bland. The Richard Bland story is unbelievable in and of itself, but he just won. He finished third at Denmark. He's playing as good a golf as he ever has in his career. Russell Henley hasn't even played this course since 2014. The last time he played, I think he shot 79 or something. Yeah, and he said he was never coming and back. And he was never coming back. And yeah. so he was asked after his second round, what's different? I don't know what happened. Um, <laughs> but the course seems to be playing a little bit firmer, which is to my advantage. And um you know, I, I'm enjoying playing. It's a good challenge. You got to really pay attention to hitting on the correct side of the hole. And um, I feel really good about uh, my game. So it was good. He well, also, that's one thing you mentioned. I don't know if people understand how much slope and and uh, elevation changes and tiers there are on these greens. Uh, it, it, they are very difficult to putt. And they're Poana greens. Now, here in the Northwest, we're used to that. Yes. And we kind of like those greens. But for players who are not accustomed to them or don't play them all that often, they feel bumpy and unpredictable. And if you watch some of the uh, slow-mos uh, on putting 
on TV, you'll see... You'll see it bobbling and bumping. And, yes, yeah. and you will see a, a putt. Looks like it's going to miss the hole or it's in the hole six inches from it, and all of a sudden it steers offline. Well, and you see a lot of sharp breaks, too. So if the if, if the hole is placed kind of on one of those little ridges or uh, ripples through the greens as it loses speed with the poke, it'll really grab it, and, and that break is a bit more pronounced than maybe if you're on, I don't know, a lot of the what they use down in Florida where it's almost like carpet. Yeah, and – where you were talking about the difficulty in the undulations on the greens, there's there's some plateaus that they have on these greens where they stick a pin, and it's hard to hit those little plateaus. You have plateaus. a six-foot radius, basically, yeah. to get it on the right tier where you're not having to then putt with severe elevation. C- correct. And we know uh, around here, you don't want to get above the hole on some of these putts. So they are rolling really quick. And as Bob Herrick mentioned, he's curious to see how the greens will hold up and dry out this weekend. Well, one guy who got it back after a shaky first round was Phil Mickelson. And obviously the sentimental favorite. He's in his hometown of San Diego and what it would be to finally get that U.S. Open. And uh, he had a little twinkle in his eye after his second round. Uh, I, I played really well today and I hit a lot of really uh, I struck the ball really well and it made the made it a lot easier. I was able to play aggressively and um, I didn't probably take advantage of all the opportunities that I had, but I played a good solid round of golf. And, and I know that uh, although I didn't make a run today. I'm playing well enough to make a run on the weekend. Yeah, he didn't. He missed some makeable putts. I watched him do that, and I was thinking, Phil, if you are going to be up near the leaderboard, you need to make those eight or ten footers because you're you're playing that well. Um, I I get a little annoyed with uh, the TV uh, commentation on you know how great Phil's short game is. Well, it better be good because. If it isn't, he's not going to be. He's not going to win a yeah, thing. Yeah, he got himself with some up and downs, and and he made a lot of six footers to save par in that second round to get him back inside the cut line. He was in danger of missing the cut after a, a poor, pretty poor first round for him. Yeah, I've seen other players uh, yesterday who uh, were in bunkers. Same, you know, it was so obvious. Uh, Justin uh, Thomas uh, makes a great bunker shot and holes it out a little buzz you know it, it's a downhiller it's it's just a very tough shot and he holds it out phil in the next clip is in a similar bunker similar lie he knocks it 15 feet by and they go that's all he could do it's a brilliant bunker <laughs> shot i'm just getting tired of yeah. hearing that let's give some kudos to some of the other players no question uh, and the, a lot of those other players, there are some great names on this leaderboard. You have 12 guys in red numbers and then some other former major winners right at even par. Uh, we will project and uh, handicap the weekend for you as we finish up here. Coming down the stretch, it's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Which new driver is best for your game? Who makes the best golf gear? Where should you take your next golf vacation? Which local course should you get to know better? This is the business of golf every week on Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 844 here. Harold and I are finishing things up on U.S. Open Week. Hopefully you've got your tee times in place. Now it's going to get... Uh... It's going to get roasty toasty here on Sunday and uh, Monday up in the 90s. So make sure you are uh, well hydrated when you go out. Uh, Hold off on the 19th hole drinks until you're actually done with your round. Not good to be out there in the sun. uh. Beer is not hydration. No, no, it's not. Wine is not hydration. Nope, nope, sorry. Okay. I'm just trying to... I know. This is a public service. It is a public service. So so go easy out there in the heat, and then then you can enjoy... uh, a cold frosty one when you're done and you're going to be playing right i'm playing today i'm playing with sprague out of forest hills so look out uh i'm glad i'm not in the group behind you uh or with you or we'd be looking probably for probably with me day. well fortunately the rough's not up high out there at forest hills right now so okay. uh it's a lot of uh, hard pan if you get too far off the fairways so it becomes a different uh, different sort of beast if you can't put it in the fairway well, speaking of Sprague, he's probably sitting by the the uh, his radio right now. Oh, he and, dials us in every morning. It's, right, it's, and he's, yeah. he wants to know who we're picking because he's ready to make his bet. That's true. And I love to steer him in the wrong direction. So uh, if I were you, uh, I would put – all your money on. Let me go down the list here. Mackenzie Hughes. He should put uh, all his money on Mackenzie Hughes. Wait a minute. Hughes. I got to go down. Who missed the cut? Oh. Greg, <laughs> <laughs> put your money on a guy coming out of the cut. Uh, Jason Kokrak didn't make the cut. So I would uh, th- throw a, a hundy on him. There you go. So who else? Uh, we have predictions for today. Uh, yeah, well, I liked Brooksy going into the week, but uh, if he can't find the fairways, he has no shot as well as he grinded. But you have Brooks Kepka, Justin Thomas, Colin Morikawa, Bryson DeChambeau, all at even par. Uh, but they're only five off the lead. Uh, you have Rory McIlroy at plus one. So uh, kind of out of that group, who do you really see being able to make make a move today to put themselves maybe in the final groups going into Sunday? We'll start there. Xander Shoffley. 
Yep. That's the guy I'm looking at. Uh, I think uh, Duchambeau can do something also. Uh, he, unless he slept again last night and found something new in his golf swing. He, you know that story, right? He, he figured out his golf swing uh, Thursday night when he went to sleep and oh, he boy. woke up and he had I, an epiphany and played better yesterday. So something about his wrist. Regardless about um, of that, I think he's playing quite well, but he's he, you know he's just so unpredictable. I like uh, Xander Shoffley to win his first um, event, and I also if he can putt is Louis Oosthuizen. Now I was just checking Louis's stats on putting, and I can tell you Louis is a really good putter. His percentages are way up there, except for the fact that every time I see him, like at the PGA or yeah, yesterday, when he, when he needs the putt. They show him missing putts. I'd like to have them show me yeah. him making some. Well, well it, I'm keeping an eye on uh, on John Rahm, um, yeah. who if he can avoid, he, he kind of has the one, you know, he, he gets it. Obviously, he's got the distance. Some of those par fives are ridiculously long. You've got uh, 13s over 600 yards. Mm-hmm out there he has the strength to go for two but as we mentioned there's a lot of bunkers on this course there's only water on 18 but a lot of well-placed bunkers both in the fairways and near the greens where you can get yourself into trouble if he can avoid those where he's doubling or tripling or putting himself in in real harm's way i think rom is poised to go uh and get it and i still think uh if you want to talk about a guy who if he can put it in the fairway can go on a birdie spree, it's Justin Thomas. Yeah, well, I, I would agree. And he's had trouble finding fairways also. Yes. And so uh, the big hitters are are struggling a little bit here, and the short hitters are not. Uh, Russell uh, Henley, is his driving distance is a little bit under average. It's only 289, and you expect uh, – the players who are well over 300 and driving average to be the leaders here. And they're not. Um, but I think, and, and well, and obviously Richard Bland is not anywhere near the, the longest drivers. He even admitted that, but the thing that this course firming up, yeah. it will allow them then to play into one. They're going to get some nice role if they can put it in the fairway. So accuracy becomes a much bigger deal. Uh, but then being able to play, and this is a, a lot of U.S. Opens, and, and Bob Herrick talked about can the USGA get it right near the edge without going over the edge that we've seen them uh, do. Well, a lot they, of that depends on the weather, and I, but and it's I, not going to be too hot. Right. So it's, you're not going to be up in the in the upper 80s, low 90s. It's going to be in the mid 70s. You still have the marine air and the ocean breeze, so there's there's should be some moisture in the air, not to dry those things out completely. But they'll be firm enough where you can play it maybe a little short and and get some run and release onto the greens rather than having to dial in the distance exactly. Yeah, that's what a lot of players were doing yesterday out of the rough is just trying to just kind of snark one up there and have it roll up onto the green. Uh, I think the key is going to be can you get up and down when you need to be? So if you're looking at scorecards this week, you're seeing a lot of boxes and a lot of zeros. That means there's a lot of birdies and 
uh, boxes meaning bogeys, a lot of circles uh, meaning cir- birdies. Yeah, uh, you're seeing a lot of that uh, up and down. Who was it? Uh, I think uh, Matt Wolf only had four pars and shot uh, and was under par. And that's the first time that's happened in U.S. Open history where a player had had broken par with less than four pars. Now, I'm not sure if that's entirely accurate because sometimes I make this stuff up. <laughs> but, I, uh, but I read that somewhere. Uh, no, it is accurate. Uh, can you make pars when you need? Can you make that save? And those are important issues uh, when you're out there grinding away. Sometimes making a good bogey or a good par when it doesn't look like you will. Making a 15, 20, 30-footer to save par can be huge for momentum going forward. And that's what I'm going to look for. Who can maintain after going bogey, bogey? Who can they can get up there and, and run a, a three or four birdies off? And how will that uh, impact the rest of the field? The crowd is not huge, but it's there, and they're fairly vocal. So I think the players are going to hear what's going on on the golf course. Uh, who can handle that kind of pressure in this situation? Yeah, and I think for Bland and Henley, uh, with both of them kind of being under the radar guys, they won't. It's not like one of them's playing with Phil or with Brooks or somebody like that, where you're gonna have an overwhelming gallery right behind them and, and a whole bunch of extra nonsense as Phil already had to deal with. Somebody forgot to turn his cell phone off or didn't put it on silent. So um, so they should have a pretty comfortable pairing there where they can just focus on golf. And, and I mean, the situation will be stressful enough and enough pressure there, but there won't be any added extra circus going on with their pairing today. Yeah, I watched their body language yesterday, both players. Bland is bland. He 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 will well, smile. He's been through everything. I mean, he's yeah. he's he's who he is. He's comfortable with who he is, and I think he's enjoying the ride. So could he just concentrate now in the moment, not having had experience in this particular moment? Yeah, exactly. And Russell Henley is just kind of an easygoing guy. He doesn't know much about Richard Bland or the rest of the field. He just He's he's in he's really uh, in a very unusual spot. In 26 previous majors, he's never had a top 10, so this is rarefied air for him. But he looks good doing it. Um, he did have a little wobble with his putter. Uh, I watched it, and uh, some you know there was a uh, a thought that well his nerves are getting to him he's realizing that if he makes that putt he's up near the top of the leaderboard or takes the lead that's bull he wasn't thinking about that at all i think he just lost focus for a moment and didn't go through his routine he's smart enough to do that yeah. these guys aren't anticipating on friday what's going to happen on sunday They're just trying to make it through the weekend and put themselves in a position to win. And the only way they do that is to stay within their routine. Yeah, Russell Henley's been playing better this year. Four top tens so far this season. He's 63rd in the world golf rankings. Uh, It's his fifth uh, career 36-hole lead or co-lead. So only once has he gone on to win. That was uh, back in 2013 at the Sony Open in Hawaii. But uh, he's maybe more familiar with 
being in this position than than Richard Bland is. But uh, I, I'm curious, are you rooting for a particular storyline here? Come the I'm on the Richard Bland bandwagon. I think that would be just unbelievably amazing. Well, uh, I did. I wasn't going to put any and he's money an on affable chap to go along with it. So I think he'd be uh, a great quote machine in in at the end of it. Yeah, I I think it'd be wonderful. I wasn't rooting for Phil to win the PGA, but I was happy that he did. I'm not necessarily rooting for Richard Bland. If I had to put down money on it, uh, I think the unusual storyline uh, in a very unusual year that we've had would be Matthew Wolf coming back and winning this. And I, he is very capable of, of oh, winning. Oh, he's got the game. There's no question. And with it being one stroke out of the lead, one stroke here, I, I would say if you went down the leaderboard right now, uh, anyone within five or six strokes has a chance to win this. Um, does that mean that my my fellow uh, alumni from Kent State Mackenzie Hughes can win. Yeah, it it does. Do I think he will? No, yeah. but I think Matthew Wolf uh, Sprague. If you're listening, <laughs> take you know, break open that uh, that piggy bank, steal the kids, uh, yeah, uh, college fund, and go put it on Matthew Wolf. There you go. Well, it should be it should be a great weekend. Uh, KGW eight has got all the coverage for you. Uh, it's on right now. It's going to go till late this afternoon. They might switch over to either Golf Channel or Peacock at some point uh, if they have to go late, if there's ever fog on Sunday. But it uh, should be a great, great final weekend at the U.S. Open. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Hopefully uh, you'll get to enjoy a round of golf and uh, enjoy the U.S. Open with, uh, with your families. And uh, looking forward to that. Yeah, give Dad a special hug today and uh, and tomorrow and the weekend. Uh, buy him something very expensive. Yes. But, he, you know, in the final analysis, we end up buying our own gifts. We do. Get Dad <laughs> something indulgent. Dads don't indulge themselves enough. So uh, do something uh, maybe decadent, indulgent. Uh, I've always indulged myself. Well, I'm not worried about you. <laughs> oh, that'll do it for us. Thanks again to Bob Herrig uh, for taking some time uh, to uh, join us from Torrey Pines. Thanks, as always, to Will Darkins. He's up next with uh, Luke for Center and Saint. For Harold, I'm Jason. Hit him straight. The idea of Tiger pulling out early is, is interesting. I want to be whipped. <laughs> you know how easy I am. Yeah, I know. Peaches <laughs> in Europe. Uh... Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.